I want to take just a few minutes this morning to just to share a message with your heart today. If you have a Bible today with you, I want to I want to take time today and just speak out of Psalm 100, 4 through 5. 100 verses 4 through 5. It talks about what we should be doing when we enter into the presence of the Lord. When we enter into church or we enter into uh, an ability to pray somewhere in a, a prayer closet or when you have a prayer meeting together. Maybe even if you're driving down the road and you pray in your car as you're driving, whatever it may be. The Bible's very clear. It says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. You know, in the onslaught of this message today, I'd like to just tell you that, you know, I, I was very strong in the Far Eastern religion for a lot of years. I used to wear a turban. The hair was tied up in a bun on the top of my head, and I wore all white. So don't try to see that, but it's real. And, I, you know, I had a few people that I looked to that were involved with Far Eastern religion. And one of the gentlemen I never met, he was from India, but he, he had a picture and his smiling face. And he said, smile, be happy. That was his whole concept. Smile, be happy. And sometimes when I meet Christian people, there's no smile, there's no joy. Amen. When there should be. Amen. No matter what's going on in our life, don't ever degrade Jesus. Amen. Don't ever take the Lord and put him away someplace and sit down and get into a position of just, I'm bummed out. No one loves me and I don't care anymore. But when you got God in your heart, when Jesus is there by the presence of his Holy Spirit, there's joy. Amen. We have joy every day that belongs to us. Amen. Don't let the enemy of our soul destroy that joy or take your joy. Amen. I'm sure Kmart or Walmart probably sells smiles that you can buy and put on before you go to church. But what I'm saying to you is that we need to understand that that joy is eternal for us. Amen. When we come into his presence, whether it's in your home, in your prayer closet, in your car as you're driving somewhere to greet a friend or to go to work. Or you're walking around the neighborhood or even if you're walking around the tenderloin, whatever it may be. Be happy. Amen. Because Jesus Christ has saved us. He has set us free from addictions. He set us free from desires that are not of God. He has set us free. We are not just set free a little bit. We are set free all. Amen. We're able to look at anything and say, you know what? You don't have any control over me. What has control over me is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Amen. And when I've given my heart to the Lord, He has forgiven me. 50% of my sins. No, no. Maybe, maybe 5%. No, no. All our sins. Everything that we have ever done, we've been forgiven for. And I'm telling you, I can shout there because I had a lot of sins. I did a lot of wrongs. I hurt a lot of people. 
I took advantage of a lot of people. I made money off of people that needed what I had. But God forgave me. He forgave me. I'm free. Say that with me. I'm free. I'm free today. So I'm going to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. And I'm going to give him thanks. Praise his name. Thank you, Jesus. Now the old devil likes to come in and say, no, no, don't do that. Look sad. Because you look better when you're sad. Look, frown, it looks better when you frown. Don't let anybody know you're happy because it's a weakness. No, that's a strength. When you're happy and full of joy, it is a strength, praise the Lord. And we are full of God's joy in our hearts. You know, the strength of the Lord is our joy, is what the Word says. You know, and we have that. And we have the joy of the Lord being our strength. It's there. It's a complete meeting. It's a complete joining together. And He came into our hearts. And we are the temple of the Holy Spirit, by the way. Amen. And, and you have been bought by a price. You are no longer your own. You belong to God and you're His temple and you are a vessel of honor walking around and you're carrying with you a treasure that you can share to other people. Amen. you got something to say. Amen. So if you walk up to somebody and you're all bummed out and say, I want to talk to you about Jesus. I'm really bummed. I just want to share Jesus with you, man. I'm just like, I am so bummed right now. I'm unhappy. But I want to share the Lord. I want to share the joy of the Lord. I know that I don't look like it, but maybe you'll get it. I didn't. I don't know. I just, it's it's crazy. I'm just beat down. I'm run over. I feel like a semi just hit me head on. But can I share Jesus? I'm just sad today. How can you be sad when you're saved? Amen. Your money doesn't get you happy. I'm telling you, it does not do it. It may... Give you a moment of sense of importance. It may give you a moment of sense of being debt free. But it doesn't take care of eternity. Amen. It doesn't take care of your heart, your soul being washed by the blood of the Lamb. The Bible says it's the redeeming blood. Yes. That that's the only blood that can save us. The Bible says that... Life is in the blood. It's not in the sense of having a lot of money or living in a big neighborhood and a nice car and having all that pressure and stuff. It's not in having the best job and it's not in looking down at your neighbor saying, I'm better than you, man. That's right. I'm better than you. Don't worry about it. I'm going to let you know. I'll tell you I'm better than you. I mean, I always wonder if, if someone would say today in their heart, you know what? What makes me happy? It's not how thick my wallet is or thin. What neighborhood I live in, whether I live in the TL or Nod Hill, it doesn't matter what my social status is. It doesn't matter what race I am. It doesn't matter who I am. But in Christ Jesus, I am His child. Amen. And God loves us. We've been, we've been adopted, by the way, into the family of God, not by the spirit of fear, but by the spirit of adoption, whereby we can say, Abba, Father. And the Bible says that we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Now, if you study law, which I did, if you study law, 
You will find out a joint heir means that everything that Jesus has, we get to. Put a smile on your face on that one. If I don't say anything else today, put a smile on everything he has, we have to. What does he have? He has victory. He has the empowerment of God. He has grace and mercy and we can share all those things. When we meet somebody, we can say to somebody, you know what, let me pray with you. Wouldn't it be better if somebody said, why is he or she so happy all the time? And you can say, because of Jesus. Because of the Lord. Don't let this world press you down to where it's hard to get up. You know, it's easy to go through trials. Yes, it is. I'm saying easy. Yes, it's easy to go through trials. But remember, the Bible says that we can lay our burdens down. Lay them at the feet of Jesus. No matter how big or large your burden is, Jesus can handle it. Amen. He can handle it. Amen. I mean that with all my heart. He can take it and he knows what he's doing. The Bible says, for the Lord is good. His loyal love endures. It never ends. If you study that in the Greek, it never ends. It just keeps going. It never stops. It endures. He'll always love us. He's kind to us. He shows us mercy every day. He shows you his love every day. I believe this. I believe when you wake up, there's an angel of the Lord there to greet you. Amen. If, if you've been acted out, if you wanted to go through it and say, Hey, Tony, I'm God's angel. I just want to let you know I've been waiting all night for you to wake up. You do snore, by the way. Oh, boy, I'm so glad to see you today. And we're going to have a great day with, our, with Jesus. Amen. And I'm going to protect you. I'm going to walk with you. And I'm going to see the things that have come. I'm going to try to pull you away from doing things that are wrong. And I'm going to encourage you to do things that are right. Well, that makes me happy. Amen. Amen. That makes me happy. And I know that he's going to encourage me to do something that's right. Because in the flesh, sometimes we don't want to do what's right. We don't want to do what's good. We don't want to do what the Bible says to do. Sometimes we just want to get in the flesh because it feels good. It feels like that's the right thing to do, but it isn't. Amen. It isn't. What's the right thing to do is to praise his name every day. And the Bible says he is faithful through all generations. And again, if you study that out, it's from generation to generation. He continues to be faithful. But it comes down to these kind of statements, faithful. But he's always faithful. He is. He's always faithful. I've been late to meetings. I have forgot appointments. I have overslept. I have forgot somebody in prayer. Just those four tells you that, man, I'm just a human being. But Jesus never forgets an appointment. He never forgets who you are. The Bible said he is forever interceding for us. Amen. He's always praying for us. And he, he's so beautiful and so kind and so merciful that he is always there with us. He never leaves us nor forsakes us. And the Bible says this. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Praise God. 
you know, he's consistent, we are not. Someone get happy with me today. He is consistent and we are not. Hallelujah. He is the one that reaches into our lives and helps us. Let me tell you just four reasons to be glad. The first one, the Lord created this day. Amen. And you're still in it. He knew who you were. He knew who you were. He knows what your day is going to be like. He knows you're going to hear this word. Maybe you're stopping by for the first time and you're saying in your mind, wow, I may come back. Or you're saying in your mind, if I could get out now, I'd walk out this door, I'd close it, I wouldn't let anybody know that I was here. I'd just keep going, amen. Or maybe you just say, I'm here just for the F-O-O-D. You know, food is the greatest attraction to a church today. It used to be Jesus, but food. If you say outside this door today, a big sign, free, fresh, turkey, dinner, all is welcome. People would come. But if you put outside this door, you would say, Jesus is worshipped here and the word's going to be preached here today and you may be forgiven of your sin. People keep on walking. Amen. Are you with me? Are you with me? So why are we happy? Because of Jesus. Food digests. Jesus doesn't. Amen. Food gives you a heartburn. Jesus doesn't. He gives you a burning heart. Amen. I'm going to tell you right now that the Lord our God is worthy of our praise. So the Lord created this day for us. Secondly, he is worthy of all our praise. There's no one else worthy of our praise. Have you ever met anybody that comes up to you and says, how did I do? Tell me I did good. Oh, yeah. Tell me I'm the best friend you have. Come on now, talk to me because I'm like, you know what? You make me feel good. No, no. I tell you who gets praise is Jesus. Amen. He's the only one that deserves praise. Amen. Now, a thank you is good. It is. It's a, a thank you is really great. Don't, don't go around this world not saying thank you to people. Amen. It, thank you is good. And a slap on the back is good. A hug around the neck is good. Unless they squeeze too long, but a hug around the neck is good. It makes you feel better. An encouraging word is good. It makes you feel better. But Jesus gets all the praise. It is he that has delivered us. It is he that died on the cross for us. It is he that rose from the tomb on the third day. It was he that ascended nearly before 500 people. It is he that said he would come back. And is it he that is praying for us right now even as I... I am forgiven. I'm free. And I'm able to praise God without conviction. I'm thankful that the Lord came in. He has forgiven all of us. Amen. Not just a few of us. Amen. When you come to him and surrender your heart, he forgives you. Amen. Fourthly, he has given us a future full of hope. If you look down the road of your life, there's hope. Look for it. It's there. When you're in the family of God, you've got a future of hope. Amen. He has great plans for you. Amen. He knows who you are. Matter of fact, he knows what 
you will become if you allow him into your heart and allow him to begin to shape and mold your life. He'll, he'll be there for you. You know, Jeremiah 29 and 11 says this, for I know what I have planned for you. Now, if the Lord knows it, that's the best part of this whole Amen. scripture. I know the Lord said what I have planned for you. Says the Lord, I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you. I have plans to give you a future filled with hope. Wow. I think everyone should have the Habakkuk spirit. Everyone should have that spirit when they live in this earth today. Listen to what he says. When the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines, when the olive trees do not produce and the fields yield no crops, and when the sheep disappear from the pen and there are no cattle in the stalls, I will be bummed out. I will just sit down and cry. Matter of fact, I'm going to call my friend on my cell phone and I'm going to tell him right away, man, this is the worst day of my life. It's all over. Can I come over to your house? Do you have an extra napkin for me? Can I cry on your shoulder? Man, I'm telling you, I feel bummed out. Nothing's going my way. It's just the trail of bummers are following me. And when I step forth into the, the next step, it seems that it gets heavier and heavier and heavier. No, Habakkuk said this. I will rejoice because of the Lord. I will be happy because of the God who delivers me. The sovereign Lord is the source of my strength. He gives me the agility of a deer. He enables me to negotiate the rugged terrain. I like what it says in the New King James. It says, yet I will praise him. Somebody say, yet I will praise him. Yet I will praise him no matter how bad it goes. There's no food in the icebox. When I try to get water out of the sink, the water's turned off. When there's nothing that I can get anywhere. When I grew in the backyard, the bugs got to it. But yet I will praise him. Yet I will believe in his promises for me. Yet I will give to him all that he desires and what he deserves. I will praise him. Amen. Come on, church. I know I'm preaching today. I will praise him. I will worship him. I will acknowledge him. And I'm not going to be angry with him. Because he's the God of my salvation. He's the King of kings and the Lord of glory. He's the one. He is the one. Praise God. And no matter what goes wrong, yet will I praise him. No matter what happens, if the car runs out of gas, yet I will praise him. If the check doesn't come in the mail, yet I will praise him. If my boss fired me on Friday, yet I will praise him. I tell you right now, no matter what happens, yet will I praise him. I will stand out and praise him. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to close in just a second here. Let me tell you something. I'll go outside sometimes late at night and I'm going through burdens and struggles. And let me tell you, when you're a pastor, you have burdens and struggles. And plus, I run a, a other foundation. I, I'm bishop. I oversee a lot of churches. Let me tell you something. I go outside late at night and I go, yet will I praise you, God. Yet will I praise you. I thank you for everything. I praise you for everything. Because you are the God of my salvation. And you know what tomorrow looks like. You know what tomorrow looks like. Tomorrow looks good to you. 
Can I join your look good tomorrow, God? You talk to God like that? Oh, yes, I do. He's my friend. Amen. Let me join your look good tomorrow. Because my tomorrow looks bad. You know, sometimes the phone rings and you know who's on the other end and you don't want to answer it. Come on now, somebody put their hand up. You don't want to answer it. It's just, uh-oh. Pick up the phone and say, before you say anything, I just want to say something. Yet will I praise him, hallelujah. Yet will I acknowledge the Lord of my salvation. Yet I will uh, uh, praise him. Now, what did you want to say to me? I'll call you later. I'll say, you're a little bit too excited for Jesus today. I'm going to call you later, praise God. I'm going to let you alone. I promised 20 minutes. I'm five minutes over, but it's better than being two hours over. Psalm 95, 1 through 3. What a great psalm here. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us sing. For joy to the Lord. Amen. Let's sing. Let's sing. Let us shout out praises to the protector who delivers us. Let's shout. You know, I don't know what's happened to the Christian church. I really have. Because, you know, when I came into the Christian church, church needs to be the place where there's happiness and joy. Where Jesus is in our presence. He's here today. Matter of fact, he's having lunch with us. Hallelujah. Let us shout out to him in celebration. Thank you. Shout out in celebration. Thank you. Celebratory praise is an action that you do. It's something that you do. And somebody, somebody may be thinking in here today right now, wow, I don't want to go to church and make noise. But you know, when you get something you really like, you make noise. Amen. Let's just say you're in a situation today and, and you got delivered over tomorrow, you'd make noise. Well, let me tell you, coming to church, you should make noise. And I, oh, I know you're a Pentecostal preacher, and I know every, oh, Pentecostals, they make noise. Well, yes, we do, praise God. Do you know why? Yeah, Jesus is in the room. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. I used to jump higher when I was younger, but that's about as good as I can do now. But praise God. He's in the room. He's worthy of all our praise. Let's celebrate. 